0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome back, and thank you for being with us here on Sabres Live on this Monday episode on WGR, Sports Radio 550, and MSG. Draft is getting close. It happens Wednesday night, round one in Nashville, followed by rounds two through seven on Thursday. Chris Baker from Sabres Prospects is with us right now, and he'll be with us on draft night, and he has carried the mail all the way through his first 12 picks of his Baker's Dozen. And just so fittingly this year, Buffalo picks at 13. So it is a true baker's dozen, Chris, as you look at what you think Buffalo will do at this position.
2: I'm glad you said that, what I think, because I'm at a crossroads here. And by the way, I know this sounds like we're having a lot of fun and I'm having a lot of fun with this. I've been sick to my stomach Thinking about what the Sabers are going to do at thirteen, yeah. okay, like yeah. absolutely sick to my stomach. It's not no man's land. They're going to get a good player. Yeah, there's a player that I love, but I don't have the Sabers taking them. There's a player that I really like that I have them taken, and I can see why. But here's the thing let's let's just tee it up properly, okay? Who do you love? Okay. Who do you love? I don't know. Love... No.
1: It's it's who do no. they love?
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'll tell you who I love in a minute, okay? But let let's go through the process here, okay? Because. When you get to 13, there's about five or six guys that you can make a legitimate business case for here, okay? I think that from the United States National Team Development Program, the guy who rode shotgun with Leonard and Smith, Gabriel Perot, who is crazy hockey IQ. He just needs to get quicker and stronger. We're going to put him aside for now. Oliver Moore, the speed, probably the fastest skater that, by the way, if I look at what the Sabres really want, who is a Buffalo Sabre? Hockey IQ compete level and obviously skating right oliver moore checks all those boxes because you can push him down the lineup as a third liner
1: if you have to how
3: the, how the heck is oliver moore still but, available hang, hang on
1: hang on so you're not, <laughs> so you're not but they're not taking oliver moore is that what you're not saying? taking oliver moore oh my uh, gosh stop stalling would you <laughs> i think <Colby laughs>
2: Carlo, Wait, i feel a, like, I a feel leader like you... and a
1: goal score be very appealing
2: i think Braden yeager be very appealing Bakes, I feel like we got to throw to a commercial like a TV
3: show and make the suspense even longer. That's like what American Idol would do at this moment. It's a, and the result after the break, yes.
2: So now, but here's the thing. The Sabres, they don't need to force a defenseman here. But you, because I just named some forwards. I just named four forwards. I think you have an opportunity to get a defenseman here. It's what type of defenseman do you get? Do you get a big 6'4", 200-pound lefty that can skate and defend? Probably just as good as any defenseman in this draft. Or do you get a potential game-breaker who's a right shot, who kind of fits the pedigree of where they've gone in the past? I'm at odds. I want the big one, but I think the Buffalo Sabres are going to be proud to select. With the 13th pick of the 2023 NHL draft from Sheleftia of the Swedish Hockey League, Axel Sandin Pelica. Okay. Ah,
1: I love it. I actually love it. I think that would be incredibly, Five incredibly exciting. I mean, I'm still kind of I'm still He was kind featured of bummed about, in one of our uh, no, no, draft episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. he was. I was. I'm kind of bummed about Tom Wlander still, but I'm I'm okay with this Swedish selection. So I want to talk through it though, if we can, yes. Duffer, right? Yes. Because yes. so
2: it's not about jamming a righty in there, mm-hmm. it's about the skill is too much to pass up. Okay. You can make the argument. I like the, what I like about Dmitry Simashev, who's the big 6'4, 200 pound lefty that I'm in love with. Okay. I think 13, you're probably shooting a little too high, okay? I think you maybe 18, 20, 17, 18, 20, okay? Does it matter? Yeah, it does. It does, because you can trade back and maybe take a chance. Maybe him being Russian, maybe with what's going on over there the past week or two, we don't know what the climate's going to look like, okay? Maybe he slides a little bit because of that. I don't know. and Pelica, I think, came to the combine bigger than people thought. Okay. I have clips of him on the other computer back here that I look at regularly to remind me that he does, that he does have compete. We know he's got the IQ. I'm not saying Kale McCarr, but what if he comes to be 85% of that? I don't want to miss that if I'm the Sabres. And I think that's why you're looking at it. And by the way, we talked about some pretty good defensive defensemen in. Episode two, Sabres fans, if you haven't gone to the YouTube channel, go watch the draft episodes, all three, but definitely watch the second one because I talk about guys like Maxim Sturbach and Oliver Bonk who can defend and you can, you can get defensive defensemen later. You don't have to do it all. It's a seven-round draft. Mm-hmm. The talent's too much to pass up. Now, here's the one thing that I don't like, and with, this is why I'm, I'm stuck on the Cineshead thing, okay? Look at Vegas Defensive core. Now, one of them's under six feet. So can Sandy and Pelican grow another inch to shut me up? (laughs) Maybe. He's got time. Not that much time. But 5'11", 180, right shot. puck transporter. He's a zone defender. Okay, but he does compete. I'll I'll, uh, retweet a clip. He backtracks, rubs guys out. He does get physical. He does compete. He uses his body. We just think of him because of the offensive prowess that he's shown at every level. At the under-18s, shredded it there. Mm -hmm. Stretted the junior 20 ranks in Sweden this year played in the SHL earned his way up to play I have him at 22 games in the Swedish Hockey League this year averaged sub nine minutes a night but he played I think the Sabres they've taken seven Swedes in, in the Kevin Adams era I think this could be their eighth
3: um how many okay two questions Big ice versus NHL ice, like they play on hybrid a lot in Europe now. Um, Is that a big concern or could you see the skills that will show on the the small ice? Because you don't have as much time and you need to be even quicker sometimes on the smaller ice than you do on the big ice.
2: Fifth bullet on the scouting list that I have here that I put together for and Pelikas says, we'll need to adjust to less space and more pressure of smaller rinks, especially on puck retrievals. Okay. I think 100% right on the money. But you, could you say the same thing about any of the other Swedish defensemen in here? Probably. Probably.
1: Are there other names that you haven't mentioned yet? <laughs> that Because that, that, you've mentioned quite a few. Um That not only are obviously still available based on your Baker's Dozen, but that you think and or know, which is one of the same, because we know you know, um, that the Sabers do have high interest in.
2: I think they like Oliver more. Yeah, I think they like Oliver more. I could easily see him being the pick here if they do not elect to go with if, with a defenseman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because what I like about Moore is that it's the versatility. The Sabers have so much talent, right? You have Tage and Tuck up top. You have Cousins, Quinn, Paterka. You have Savoy, Ostlin. Kulik, you have all these guys. Isaac Rosane, you have guys that are going to fill skill roles. Moore could play up with those guys, but he could easily be a third-line guy that can kill penalties and fill that role. Those are the types of guys that I'm looking for as the draft goes on. You always want talent. You want the skating. I want that compete. I want the hockey IQ. see a lot of that with Oliver Moore. And By the way, I think Oliver Moore can score more than he has.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, I think he's right there for the taking and I just elected. I just had this feeling that I think they, they like what they see in Sandine Pelica. It's a game breaker.
1: Yeah. So, Marty, how do you feel about Sandine Pelica? Like, you, you're mm-hmm. like Bakes, like all of our audience that has the time to invest in this. Yeah. You're constantly looking at the Sabres Rochester, the Sabres <laughs> roster, the Amherst roster. And the prospect pool, so like, what does that do to your view of all of it? If they were to take this very talented right shot defenseman in Sandin Pelica,
3: look, if they were to go the Sandin Pelica route, I would say it's a a smart approach. It's mm-hmm. a uh, continue to build a part of of an organization that can always benefit from having I and defenseman that could play 23, 24, 25 minutes a game, that can skate, that can, you know, be interchangeable, right? Is a right, D? But I, the guy plays all over the ice, right? So to me, um, that would be a smart thing to do. But it also depends on who's available, right? Like, yeah. And that's why, like, Bakes, you brought up Oliver Moore, and I'm thinking, wait a second. In the twelve picks before the break, we didn't say Oliver Moore once. Now I'm 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 surprised, and now I'm like at thirteen. That would be the guy for sure. He's he's by far the fastest of the draft, and and to the point where I remember I remember going down to Erie, Pennsylvania, with the Erie Otters and watching Connor McDavid in practice, thinking I've never seen anybody skate that fast in a one-on-one drill in practice, and we could see now like McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, they're on another level. But Oliver Moore has been talked about. In the same sense, like the fastest skater mm-hmm. that you will find, probably McDavid level, I would say that would be a no brainer. So now my question to you, Bakes, is that if the Sabres were to go sending Pelica at number 13, we always think of who's the guy that gets drafted the next pick? Would yeah. that be more going 14? Because that's always who the Sabres would be measured up as, oh, they passed up on what? the guy that's being picked after.
1: Why did yeah. you have to go there? Because Pittsburgh picks after. And nobody wants to see Pittsburgh take Oliver no, Moore. You know what I mean? Oh. That's, that's I think they'll why, take, I think they'll take Braden
2: Yeager. I think Pittsburgh would take Braden Yeager personally. But,
1: oh, but no, okay. but,
2: but Marty, now you know why I've been sick to my stomach about this. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. It's a very <laughs> stressful exercise when you think about it. Yes. And if they go Sandy and Pelica, you got to go back and you got to get one of those sturdy defensive defensemen in the second round. I, that, 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 for me, which, keep building that depth.
1: You which know? they can, right? I mean, you have multiple early picks there on day two, and that would seem like a logical approach. But if I'm, you know, I'm fascinated that I, I just think it's such a good year for the program again. And when you mentioned Perot, you know, when you teased yeah. us with Perot, like I, I'm, I'm really, really interested now to see how the the program dominoes fall. Not unlike, you know, the the huge year a few years back when when Boldy ends up, you know, falling all the way to Minnesota. And I know how much you love Matt Boldy, right? And like, so do you see this as a year where the program has those guys, you know, and Caulfield, of course, like went even later. And we were all thinking, oh, well, you know, remember Craig Button was on our preview show and he was like, Cole's a top five pick in my opinion, right? And, 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 and Cole Caulfield has now done nothing to disprove that. In fact, I think, as I said earlier, like Montreal, I thought they would be better last year. They would have been better if Cole Caulfield didn't have a season derailed and needed surgery. So how do you look at uh, just how good the program prospects are this year?
2: Yeah, I had, so in full disclosure, the first iteration of this, I had Perot nine. Wow. Okay, at Detroit. Mm-hmm. I moved him out of there. And that's, I, I was struggling with where to put Benson, where to put Perot. And I'm like, okay, a great player is going to fall. To your point, though, about the, uh, the program, Oliver Moore is this year's Matt Boldy. Boldy was the guy that you just knew was going to be solid, rock solid if you're paying attention to his game. Mm-hmm. Oliver Moore is this year's Matt Boldy in my opinion so it's it's a really hard pill to swallow not taking him if you're a Sabres fan if they if they go with someone else no and I love yeah
3: no go ahead go ahead finished your time no just, no I was just
2: gonna say I think but overall I mean the program I and mean, it doesn't end there yeah it doesn't end there because when you get to day two they keep coming in waves man and the goalies I think have a chance to be pretty good both of them
3: Augustine yeah. and Busser
2: Okay. So he's I mean, a
3: young, young, um, '04. Obviously, I know '05. Right? Is he '04? Maybe he's a late '04. Anyway, he's a yeah. really good goaltender. But it, just because you mentioned Gabriel Perreault, uh, and we have to bring up Kevin Weeks, and one of the early Weeksism that I have ever heard that was the best <laughs> is because Gabriel Perot's father was Yannick Perot, played in the league, uh, yeah. Toronto from you know other places, but face-offs, man, good uh, face- face-off, man. The guy had uh, like. He bought 75 pairs of of skates when the the, the company was shutting down so that he could have them for the rest of his career. He kept them in his garage so that he could have skates for the rest of his career. But Kevin Weeks used to always say when somebody would panic with the puck or do a panic, like panic at the disco type play, (laughs) he would say, there's a panic parole move right there. And it always stuck with me. So... And the way I want the Sabres to be able to get Gabriel Perot at some point, because I want to use Panic Perot (laughs) in any moment that he'd be on the ice. And and that would be or he made somebody go Panic Perot on the ice. Like that would be a great way.
2: Yeah. And I know we're up against it. But my my nephew was in those Chicago skates with the Perot brothers because there's two of them and, you know, they're mission kids and they can rip the puck too. No one talks about Gabriel Perot's shot. He can really wire it. I mean, yeah. I, I, my my nephew was a practice dummy. They were getting smoked by those kids. I want
3: to say the skates were Dao. Do you remember the Dao oh, skates? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what Yannick Perot wore. Yeah. And he, they closed down the factory, and he bought like literally like 100 pairs so that he would yeah. have them.
1: Well, when you started down that path, I'm like, I'm assuming you're going to talk about the sticks that he bought up because he used them to perfection on winning the draws. I can't imagine yeah. the skates played the biggest role. But was there anything that you recall about Yannick that – Allowed him to win those draws?
3: I think it's the same thing as what Bakes has talked with Gabriel is his hockey IQ, yeah. his hockey sense. The guy was so smart. Yannick Perot used to study tape and yeah. he would come in three, four different ways. Michael Pekka asked at the draw when he thinks about what the other person wants to do. How do yeah. I counter that? How do I adjust? Like Yannick yeah. Perot was like that.
1: Yeah, Peck's story last year on uh, how he used to battle Matt Sundin was was fabulous, and you know that's the beauty of all of these prospects, seemingly or especially the high end ones that we're talking about now. They are so in tune and so committed to all the little details that allow them to just continue to rank so highly. And uh, Bakes, that was uh, that was quite a process to get to the Sabers at number thirteen. We'll have some closing thoughts on what may still yet happen, of course, on Wednesday night in Nashville as we continue our uh, draft preview show, if you will, of Sabres Live to kick off this week right after this. We get it.
0: Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?